brothers. We're happy and we're singing and we're colored. Give me a high five. Hello, I like money. What's good, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Brothers of Thunder podcast. It's me, your boy, Bert, and my boy, Rick, sitting up here. We What's ready up? to uh, spend time with y'all again. First off, Rick, man, I'm going to ask you. Uh, last Friday, right, Captain Marvel came out. Have mm-hmm. you seen it? I have not seen it yet. Oh. Hopefully, I can go this weekend. I'm, I'm trying, even if I got to sneak out. And tell everybody I'm going to the store. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to see it this weekend. Yeah, because I caught it last weekend. Matter of fact, I saw it twice. Um, I went like at nine fifty in the morning with uh brother Tony Watson at our church. Oh and man, the movie was okay, but just hanging out with him took it to a whole nother level. <laughs> I, you know, I felt like a kid, man, hanging out with his uncle or his dad or something. Man, he is that all the way too, man. Man, like whoever at our church put him at the new members class is a genius. Yes, they are. Yeah, because having him up front, man, like they need a Nobel Prize. <laughs> and he always yeah, but- that that person that always has the right word to say, and and you know it's not forced. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's it's just natural to him that he just has like the perfect timing of, of what needs to be said, man. He's awesome. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? I told my kids all the time, I said, as I advance in my age as a Christian, I want to start forming myself to look like that. Mm. Like, I like I ain't got to necessarily know everything, mm-hmm. but I can almost get to, I can get to know anybody. Oh, like, man. I think that's pretty dope. Shoot, man. Uh, so I was gonna ask you another thing too. Um, so I was watching Korean uh, on YouTube, mm-hmm. and they say it's like a, a DC version of the Hulk. Uh, his name Damage. Oh man! Yeah, and it's like I didn't see this. It says it's a Spider Man one too, but like the, the Damage dude, man, I need to get into him because I know uh, they had like a comic about him fighting Superman and Batman. And it's just like, but I think the difference between him and like the Bruce Banner Hulk mm-hmm. is uh, he only can stay in that form for an hour. Oh, okay. And then for 24 hours, he can't go back into it. And then it's like uh, when he's in that form, like his normal, like, you know, like his normal everyday person that he is, he can't remember what Damage did and Damage can't remember what he did. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's pretty dope. And uh, it was like to the point where um, I think Wonder Woman fought him. And so she was like, uh, you know, saying she's never fought anybody that strong before. And Superman was like, nobody. And she was like, nobody. <laughs> what? Oh, man, I got to yeah. I gotta look at it, man. Yeah, it's on Variant. He was like, he, he talked about it a couple weeks ago. I was just like, man. That's but crazy. Was, yeah. You. So what's going what's going on with you, man? Man, not much, man. I'm I'm currently in my car parking lot at work. Just chilling. <laughs> chilling. That's medication. Shoot. 
ain't you, man. But I mean, you know, I'm working. You know, I'm in a warehouse, so ain't too many quiet places. <laughs> so everywhere you turn, you're either hearing a forklift or a machine or something, something going on. So somebody drops something. Hey, man, pick this up. Right. <laughs> like, uh, we have to, man. We have to edit every single part of this podcast, boy. <laughs> Be f bombs here, s bombs. <laughs> Like, man. So, like, where you work at? Man, I'm at Pepsi, man. I've been at Pepsi. Uh, next month, we'll make 14, yeah, 14 years. Oh, man. It's about as long. Like yeah, it's been as long as we've been married. I got I got the Pepsi in April of 05 and then got married in August of 05. So, oh, man. I can't. I don't ever forget my end of how many years we've been married because I always know. Okay, I've been a Pepsi this amount of years, <laughs> so I, I can't wow. get it wrong. Shoot, shoot, but that's see, that's the smart thing, man. Because it's like uh, I did the same thing. That's why I kind of got. Uh, I remember my uh, my anniversary was two days after my son's birthday. Oh man! Yeah, so it's just like man, so I won't forget. Like, <laughs> I ain't no elephant. <laughs> I do forget. <laughs> Who's that? Uh, the Donnell? Yeah, Donnell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he graduated this year. Woo! Oh. He told me he want to go to the police academy. He's a man. Hey, I was like, man, every time I think about police academy, I think about, uh, what's the black dude from the movie? Oh, uh, it did the sound <laughs> effects. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that changed to be off the t- man. Do you know I was just doing that? That's funny you bring it up. He used to do, um, you know, the the uh, Jimi Hendrix version of the Star Spangled Banner. Oh yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah, Star Spangled Banner. But he used to do it on his guitar, and that guy that does the sound effects, he used to do it with his mouth, like making the sound effects. And I was just yeah, he was trying to bend down around the table. Yeah. <laughs> I was just doing that the other day, man. That's funny you bring that up. <laughs> yeah, because it was like, man, I think about that, and uh, what was the police academy for? Well, you know, it's uh, it's police academy before when they were singing like yama 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 yama. Yeah, <laughs> and then the all time uh biggest nightmare of all uh, uh, a lot of men is that blue oyster. <laughs> oh my goodness, man. Yeah, See, you walk in a bar and you hear that jump, and it's like, duh, 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 duh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, I gotta go back and watch it, man. I was like, man, I said, I think I'm in the wrong place. <laughs> you guys can stay, right? <laughs> we gotta go somewhere else. I said, I don't care how, I don't care how good the blue is here, right? I don't care how good the oyster is here. I don't care about the combination of blue oysters. A bunch of guys with leather vest and chaps. Right. No shirt on. I don't trust a man with a leather with a leather vest and no shirt on. There's just something that's not right. right. Something something off, man. He's I'm a good person. I believe you're a good person. But for something about this leather, you, you, you put on the vest knowing you didn't have a shirt. right. I don't trust you. Tank probably sticking off to his kid. <laughs> <laughs> Sound like some ram rap trying to get it off. <laughs> it's like we had like uh 
Put the fruit by the foot. Oh, yeah. Peel it off the plastic. <laughs> 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 oh, I got to get that visual out of my head. <laughs> oh, man. You got sunglasses on. I'm like, nah, bro. And you rode a bike here? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my god. Alright, man. So uh <laughs> <Stop>, man. <laughs> man, even well, Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, did it uh was it uh 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 terminated. Uh, at least he man, he had the nerve to put on a shirt. <laughs> yeah, at least it was a shirt somewhere. It was it was a it was a it was a barrier between the skin and the leather. <laughs> I was like, now you kind of going to dominatrix territory with, with leather on skin. Right. <laughs> I don't even think the cow lived like that, that you got the leather from. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> but, man, it's just, this is one of my uh, my favorite parts of the week. I, I told the kids that uh, the youth Bible study, I said, this is like one of my favorite times of the week. But this is like, this is that's one, this is 1A. So we get to come together. I like, a lot of times I think about when we like do the simulcast together like this. Kind of like um, that movie Alien. No, it was prep. When uh, Carl Weathers and Arnold Schwarzenegger did that uh, that handshake, but they, they were flexing their biceps. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, like, go ahead, breathe, man. You can breathe. <laughs> yeah, man. But that was just like, that was like the, the bicep shot of the century. Like, they grabbed each other and they was just like arm wrestling in the air. Right, right. It's never, it, if that was a Bible verse, it, nowhere in history there's been more manly. All right, Rick, man, today we're going to be in uh, uh, Psalms 49. Um, you had got me the other day to read this, and um, I had never read this chapter before, and it was just like, it was pretty dope. Like, what made you, like, uh, want to study this chapter? Man, I love it because it's so, it's, it's, it's countercultural to the, the present culture as far as when it deals with you know, money and wealth and all of those good things. But at the same time, and unfortunately it's countercultural to the church and the way that sometimes the church views uh, wealth and money and success and all those different things because the church, I mean, I know we get too far ahead, but you know, the church sometimes marries the world <clears throat> having that worldview and it, it just leads to a lot of, you know, pain and heartache and destruction to the people that, that actually adhere to it. So, yeah, I just thought it was dope. Yeah, because, um, I mean, especially you was, like, saying with the culture, uh, church and um, secular-wise, it's like, you know what I'm saying, if you don't have money in the church, like, a lot of people believe you're not blessed, or they, 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 they equate, like, being rich with being blessed, or, like, you know what I'm saying, you didn't like, the state of hip hop, like even in our generation, even till now, is always talking about how much money they got, how much money they got, how much money they can get. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? You feel like, okay, if I don't have this, um, I'm not living my life right. Right. My best life. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But like, and we don't really like. It's not like you know what I'm saying. I'm even saying it from a point of view like, oh man. I don't even think like that, but it's actually so deeply embedded in us as a generation. Like, you know what I'm saying? You'll think that 
you know what I'm saying? You can throw money at anything. Right, right. Because, um, you know, I watch wrestling still. And uh, Roman Reigns came out in October and said, like, uh, that he had cancer. Right. Leukemia um, came back. And that, you know what I'm saying? First, when he said it was in remission, and then it came back, I was like, okay, why, you know, why did it happen? You know what I'm saying? It, it's just weird to hear from a person that's famous and rich like that. Right. And the fact that you got so much money, oh, you can just buy medicine. But, you know, you think about, like, we're still a slave to the technology um, or the advancements that we have. Like, you can be a rich person and then not have a cure for whatever's ailing you. And so, you you know, not just trying to jump ahead of the chapter, but it still lines you in the same place that uh, you still can die, just like the poor man can. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So, I thought that was crazy. But a lot of times when I think of Rich, I think of your boy screws me up. Yeah, man. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? It's always, I, always, I thought it was so cool back in the day he was swimming his money. Like, you know what I'm saying? I thought it was dope. But then I, I think it was on Family Guy or something like that. Yeah, I was just about to shit. say that. <laughs> hey, are you broke his neck? <laughs> I was like, man, how did he do that? <laughs> That was the funniest yeah, but, thing ever, man. But you never think about that because, like, the cartoon and DuckTales, and they look so smooth. Right. That, you know, <laughs> thinking, okay, man, it's going to be a big deal for me to get, like, you know, 30 million quarters as I swimming. <laughs> That's why he's, oh, like, man. jumping on concrete wood. <laughs> <laughs> that is unforgiving. That's like, okay. it's, it's a video of, a, uh, of this girl. She's on a pier. And she has a swimsuit on and she's running to jump into the water, but she don't realize that the water's ice. <laughs> so soon oh. she she hits that thing, man. <laughs> she hits that thing like a brick. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so it's the same concept, man. <laughs> I think that make it worse, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? I was watching Family Guy to the point, like, you know what I'm saying? A lot of shows, man. Like, you know, said so it'd be funny, and then, like, the Jesus jokes get kind of out of hand. Right, right. And then I'd be like, ah, oh, dang it, another one. Because I was watching uh, Rick and Morty like that. Mm. And I was like, dang it. Hell, this was funny, too. Right. But uh, <laughs> Family Guy, man, when somebody violently crashes, the way that their bodies be, where they right. be, like, <laughs> they arm you behind their back. And it's just, you know, <laughs> I was like, man. I said, like, how in the world screws me, like, screws me duck, man. Like, that dude was smooth when he dug over that money. Yeah, he was, man. <laughs> then he had that full body, like, the, uh, the body suit up. Yeah. <laughs> like, the old school swimsuit from, like, the 30s. Man, he used to do the backstroke up in that thing. And <laughs> he was spitting money out like Spitting money out, yeah. <laughs> but that man kept all that money, but it's just like, you know what I'm saying? You think of, like, him. Or um, you remember that movie? Uh, Richard Pryor had Brewster's Million. Yeah, yeah. You think of like stuff like that, like money does. Like you know, what I'm saying, like again, like when we ain't sitting up here telling you that money is evil if you're rich, like right. you're a sinner. But the love of money, right, right, and the fact that like you know, what I'm saying a lot of times we mask. Okay, I want to God, I want more money so I can serve you better. But in the in the purchases and the uses of the money, God has is nowhere to be found. 
Exactly. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's the thing that we was talking about. But I really think, like, this chapter does a dope thing of making everything vanilla. Like, mm-hmm. everybody's on the same page. So, let's go ahead and get into the chapter, man. So, like, you know, let's go ahead and kick us off. What did you see first? First thing I saw was, I think it was verse three. He says, okay. my, uh, I'm reading from the ESV. It says, my mouth shall speak wisdom and the meditation of my heart shall be understanding. You know, so first thing I'm looking at, it's like, man, the Bible is full of good poetry, man. <laughs> you can tell that the dudes that wrote, that wrote the Bible, you can tell they were the man, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. All, all the poetry they wrote and stuff like that, but, you know, it's it's a real good thing, you know, because I was looking up understanding and understanding this this Hebrew word for understanding is not um like the ability to comprehend something. You know what I'm saying? Okay. It's it's not that type of understanding. Basically what it is, it's more on the lines of discernment. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So it's 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 almost like you teach your son, like whenever I drive Richard home from school and, you know, he's sitting in the back seat and he just calls out everything that he sees, like every 10 minutes, every 10 seconds, like, Oh, there's a tree. Oh, there's a sign. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and he all, he always, for some strange reason, sees signs like a, like a stop sign or a yield sign or something like that. And so he understands what that sign means. So we get to the stop sign and he see me creeping. Uh uh-uh, daddy, you gotta stop. You know, but at the same time, he doesn't have the discernment to know all of the different ways that I have to adhere to that stop sign. Like do do I have to right away? Does can somebody else go? Do I have to go fast? You know what I'm saying? So it's a difference between, you know, understanding something and then being able to discern further past that point. You know what I'm saying? So the psalmist was like, look, you know, my heart is meditating, not just on understanding something, but to discern and to go further and to see exactly all of the areas of money and wealth and how it goes beyond just, you know, my personal riches and stuff. Like, what's the greater perspective of it? And that's what I loved about it, man. Yeah, because it's like, um, what's that old thing they talk about, the different, uh, difference between knowledge and wisdom? And yeah. Like, uh, knowledge. Uh, what knowledge? You know, the tomato is a fruit, but wisdom, let you know, uh, shows you that uh, you shouldn't put a tomato in a fruit salad. Right, right, right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and it's just like you know, what I'm saying that's one thing. Like even with our generation now, because it's like, man, I found another way. We millennial. Yeah, we're millennial. We're like the like, we're like uh, the beginning. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're like we're the, yeah, we're the Godfather. <laughs> we're the OGs. Yeah, let, me let me let navigate y'all through these muddy waters. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's just like you know what I'm saying. You see, uh, you know, I think that the meditation, um, is a big thing because, like, even with like our life, like we cycle through so much information. Just think about how fast. We go through like content in a Facebook or Instagram page. Yeah, yeah. We cycle so much, but like we really don't focus on growing that knowledge.
knowledge in anything. It's like we have a bunch of seeds mm-hmm. of knowledge and grow the plants of wisdom. Mm-hmm. It takes time. And so, you know, a lot of times, like, I think, because um, I thought it was what you said, the poetry thing, because um, I think Songs of Solomon, Proverbs, Psalms, Ecclesiastes, and Job, that's the uh, poetry section of the Bible. Yeah. And so it's just like, you know what I'm saying? These things, like, I remember when Nikki spoke at um, the graduation dinner we had at church last year, when she started talking about Dr. Seuss, I was like, man, that's how I learned a lot of stuff. Because even, like, the other day, me and my wife was in the car trying to tell our kids there's no, like, they were trying to plural uh, the word fish. Mm-hmm. And they said fish. <clears throat> I was like, no, there's no, it's the plural of fish. It's fish. Right, right. I said, you know, and then it was like, yeah, da, da, da. And they was like, you know what I'm saying, Siri? Like, What's the plural of fish? I said, you don't need Siri. I said, Dr. Seuss taught him. One, One fish, fish, two fish. Red <laughs> fish, blue fish. Like, yep. you know what I'm saying? Yep. So, but it's just like, we ain't had no other books. And so it's just like, even like talking about the money thing, like more doesn't automatically equal better. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, having more knowledge makes you think more will cause you to be in, uh, not to take action. Mm. This is just like, okay, this is this. And so a lot of times it's like, like, th- this shows like where we're swimming in water and where we have to come up for air and God right. shows you, I, you know what I'm saying? All right, man. So, like, jumping down to like verse five, um, it says, "Why should I fear in times of trouble when the iniquity of those uh, who cheat um, surround me?" Um, that's a big thing nowadays too. It's like we put so much. Um, again, it's nothing wrong with having money, but like you know, what I'm saying the responsibility of having money is a big thing too, because mm-hmm. like you know. Think about, like, you know, people even back then was, like, trying to scam you. Um, you hear about, like, uh, Jesus talked about unjust scales. Yeah. And um, you have people now, like, matter of fact, the other day, um, my oldest son, he goes over to you. <clears throat> and so, like, he had a bank, uh, uh, bank account on his own. And so he was staying on a uh, school own with right. roommates. And so... Uh, he kind of like was trying to do the thing where um, he was living on his own. And so he was trying to handle business on his own um, versus doing like what the Psalm says right here, like, you know, you know, meditate and listen, you know, like how we was talking about last time, like a father talking to his son. Yeah. So he ended up giving, to borrow the money for somebody to get the guy to put like the money in his account. He gave him all his account information. Oh. And dude, yeah. And a dude tried to, uh, cash some checks through his account. And so, like, um, Bert didn't know what he was doing. And so, like, when the fraud people called him, he told him, hey, uh, no, it's my friend. He's trying to put something in. Like, you know what I'm saying, the money so he could pay his rent. And right. out the dude was trying to, you know, cash fraudulent checks in his name. And so it was just like, you know, just that little <clears throat> bit of information you gave to ruin your whole, you know what I'm saying, because I'm not in a point right now where I'm rich. I'm more right. on the side of the poor side of the 
two sides he's talking about here. Right, right, right. So it's like if somebody was going there and taking one of my paycheck, like some stuff won't get cut off. <laughs> right, right, right. And so it was just like, you know, but we always gotta be on like as much as we shop online and we swipe our cars and um different things of that nature, like we have to worry about people cheating us. And it's like it's kind of leaning to more like the understanding you get from reading Ecclesiastes. Like if you put so much work and, and sweat, working overtime and stuff like that, and somebody just cheats you and take it from you, that would cause you to be scared to spend money in certain places and stuff like this. Right, right. But then you see the psalmist here. He asking, why should I fear? Mm. And so he has confidence, not necessarily in the money that he earned, but it would it would be a problem for him too. But his stock is not put into how much he's has financially. Exactly. So what you yeah, that's, yeah, that's how like I I look at it, you know, the the whole cheating aspect and and um you know the identity that you try to gain from wealth. You know, it's like the lure of of wealth and riches is that it it, it gives you the advantage over somebody else. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> so a lot of times, some guys they like seek to get that money. You know what I'm saying? Not necessarily to always enjoy their riches, but it's it's a comparison thing. It's like, okay, I have more than you, and so. You know, I'm, I have an advantage over you in life. And, you know, the minute you start that comparison thing and you look at somebody and they're all, all of a sudden somebody who is eye level is down beneath you. you no, know, you can treat that person any way you want. You shouldn't, but, you know, that tends to happen. You know, you see it all the time with the rich and, you know, how they, you know, they're quick to blame, you know, things in this world on the poor. Mm. Yet they're driving their, their Bentleys and, you know, they're Maseratis and stuff like that. And they're trying to cut, you know, social programs for, for poor folk. You know, mm-hmm. it's just that whole, that whole mentality of, you know, I'm better than you. So now, aha, I have an advantage over you, whether it's in an arrogant form or, you know, whether it's like, okay, well, I have an advantage over you and I'm going to keep you down. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to try my best to cheat you. Or if I'm down where you are, you know, hey, Money is the solution, so I'm gonna teach you on my way back up to that ladder, so I can be back above you, and I can brag, and I can, you know, be braggadocious to everybody, and I can flaunt on social media, and you know, we taking this trip, and we going to this place, and we doing this, and it, like, half the time they probably bored on the beach where they at, you know, what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, what I'm saying? but it's it's just all that comparison thing. And just like you said, just like it says later on, it's like, okay, you comparing, but you're going to die just like I am. <laughs> just like me. Like it, it even says uh, later on, I thought it was so funny. It basically said like, look, man, what verse is that? Um, uh, 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 it's somewhere, it's somewhere at the, at the end where he's basically saying, um, yeah, you have all these lands and you bought all these lands and they're all in your name and stuff like that. But guess what? You know, nobody's going to remember and your new home is going to be inside the land. <laughs> oh, your new man. home 
you you love that big old home and you bragged about it, but guess what? Your new home is a coffin. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just like mine. <laughs> so we ended up in the same spot. So you sound like uh from a genie on a ladder. Is it infinite power of the cosmos? Right. Itty bitty living space. <laughs> but yeah, but you th- you think about like you know what I'm saying? As far as the content, it's kind of graphic. But that movie, The Purge, that's what it's actually talking about. Because the people that can't afford the security system are the ones that end up in the. And then you find out in the um, in those movies that there were there was a way for them to cut the the poor out of the economy, like the homeless yeah. on the road, and the government was pushing for people to to, to do their job for them or to do their will. It was, because it's not the government's job, but that's the will of the government in that universe. Right. And it's just like, you know what I'm saying? You sit up there and um, like how you were saying about uh, people boast about what they have. It also reminds me, of, again, going back to that man, Dr. Seuss, with the star belly. Remember, like, the people that had the stars? Like, you know what I'm saying? It was making it seem like it was better to have a star. If you didn't have one, you couldn't hang out with them. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? It's just just like, you know, like they always say the grass is green on the other side. And so it's just like, it's certain things like, so like, you know, because me and you are friends. Like, you know, I know you're not a millionaire and you know I'm not one. Right, right. So it's just like, but, and it would be cool if both of us were millionaires. Would not right, right, right. But, would our relationship change if one of us was a millionaire and the other one wasn't? Right, like, right. Not necessarily for the worst. Not necessarily <clears throat> it would change, but you know what I'm saying? A lot, every relationship would not be able to sustain the fact that you have money. Especially mm-hmm. if the problems that, say like you was a millionaire and the problems that I had could be solved by your money. Right, right, and right. If you refuse to give it to me, would that make me look at you different? Because mm. there's so many problems that come with being rich. Like it just does. like you know, what I'm saying, um, just use my, you know, you know, if somebody was single, like you know, what I'm saying, and they think that oh, getting a, a wife or a husband would change my life. Yeah, it would change, but the, also, um, you know, now there's marriage problems now. Yep. And then you know what I'm saying, and it's just like you have, you know, so you're just you're trading. Yeah, it's a good thing to be married, but you're there are also the things that come with it that you can't do as if you were single. Right, right, right. And then you know what I'm saying, and then the prophet, or the, he wasn't a prophet, uh, the bishop, um, Biggie Small had the song. <laughs> old money you come across, old problems you see. Yep. He said, I owe no one. They want from me. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, sir. Yeah, so it's just like, you know, we always, you know what I'm saying? And and I know money is the vessel that we're talking about in this chapter. But, um, yeah, you can replace that with anything, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, we always find a way to boast. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. Like, I hope. Especially because everybody got a camera now. And right. we post about everything. Right, right, right. 
but you was talking about death, man. Uh, you know what I'm saying? We was, I was texting about it earlier, talking about uh, I feel like it's a, it's a battle. Like, who will win in a fight between Scro- uh, Scrooge McDuck and um, the Marvel version of the Grim Reaper, uh, the Mistress Death? Right, right. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? You can throw all the money you want at every problem you got. Death ain't coming here for no dollar, man. Nope. But <laughs> she coming for your butt. Like, you know, like in Marvel, it's like she coming for your backside. Yep. It's, it's sound like, what was that song? I don't even know who was sick. Was it Gladys Knight? Baby, come to me. Right. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? You can swim to the bottom of that money pool, but if death coming to get you, and it's just like, you know what I'm saying? They're they not going to wait. Yep. But it's just and like that, that that healthy that advantage that you think that you enjoy, you know what I'm saying, doing your time of having all that wealth. Hey, you can't you can't pay her off. <laughs> <laughs> she, you, you can't you can't afford her. See see that rich date. You gotta you gotta come up come up with more and you don't have it. Yeah, man, it seems like we uh especially when you see a man like boast in the micro money can solve majority of our problems. Right. And in the macro of of life, like and death. Like if you look at the whole big picture, like life and death and what life means and stuff like that, it really it's not that big. I remember um a pastor was teaching one time, he was like, if your house caught on fire, what you know what I'm saying, and what would be the main three things that you would grab? If you only could grab three things, what would you grab? Mm. You know what I'm saying? And it was just like, you know what I'm saying? And most people would say their family or, or anything that's living in your house, your pets or something like that. Right. He said, or like, you know what I'm saying? If that's the case, then those are the things that you need to apply most of your attention to every day. Every wow, day. that's, man, that's, that's worth Because it's like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like the things I could acquire with money would be great. Like, you know what I'm saying? I would, I love to buy me a Nintendo Switch, and, you know what I'm saying? The latest computer and, and you know what I'm saying? You know, right. and stuff. But it's just like, if I had to leave all that versus leaving my kids or, you know what I'm saying? My mm. own life in itself, like really, does it really matter? And that's like, I think that the problem that we have is like, we, we boast on, like we, we, we boast on dessert but in the long run, we still need our vegetables. Wow, that's true. And, uh, we're leading up to death. Like, you know what I'm saying? Every day we live, we're, we're dying. Like, you know mm. what I'm saying? And so it's just like, so that's more of a reality and a guarantee. If you're alive, you're going to die. Like, you know what I'm saying? Ver- right. Versus like living it up, trying to just find, okay, I need to acquire more. Right, right, right. Uh, I triply said I'm addicted to the new. Like, you know what I'm saying? To having new things and stuff like that. And I think that's a a, a big stronghold all of us have. Yeah. Big and, time, man. And that's, you know, that's that's probably one of the reasons why, you know, like we we tend to be real taboo, you know, over that subject. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to money and stuff like that. And, 
you know, because we we scared to hurt somebody's feelings or, you know, you know, for the most part, it's taboo because we know, you know, deep down in our heart that, you know, loving money, not having money, like you said, but like just loving money and spending your waking days trying to, you know, come up and trying to get more and more and more. Just like you said, you know, that it doesn't feel right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it just doesn't. And so, you know, that's why, I mean, it's, it's good to just have these discussions, especially, you know, since it's, it's seeping into the church and you see it oh. in sermons, like you can walk into Barnes and Noble right now and walk into like the, the Christian book section and your top 10 books would be about, you know, trying to attain wealth. You know what I'm saying? And you can, you can grow a big ministry. You can get on TV. You can have, you can grow a church just basically off of just principles of trying to attain wealth. You can literally grow a church that way and have a, a mega church at that mm-hmm. and not even barely preach the gospel. You just, you know, rubber stamp Jesus on it. <laughs> then <laughs> money, 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 money. And, you know, hallelujah, you got 10,000 members and, that's scary, man. Yeah, because uh, I forgot who said it. I want to say it was Shaolin or something like that. But, you know what I'm saying? I don't know who said it. But if, like, you're pursuing a relationship with God to get money, then God's not your God. Money is. And yeah. God is a vessel to get the money. And so mm. it's like, you know what I'm saying? And we use God as a tool as instead of an ultimate destination. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, you know, because it's like, you know, you've been on vacation way more than I have. Right. Um, You know, you do everything you can. Like, you work extra hours. um, You save. You know what I'm saying? You, uh, you know, abstain from doing certain things because if I spend money here, I won't have any when I go there. Right, right, right. You get on the vacation, all those problems go behind. You leave work behind. Right, right. Um, You know what I'm saying? You know, if you you know, you leave everything behind, like your normal everyday hustle and bustle of your life because mm-hmm. you're going on vacation. And so that was just a, a way to get to your ultimate goal instead of using Woo! money. You know what I'm saying? To get to God, we use God to get the money. And so mm. it's just like, you know what I'm saying? Because you're married like I am. Like, you know what I'm saying? You know, you know you got to play the game to get to play the game later on that night with your wife. Like, right, you know, right, right, right. Like, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, she'll say something sideways, and you'll be like, and you've learned from over time. If I say this, yep. no way I'm getting that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like we condition ourselves, like, if I pray and I do this, like, God has to give me what I need in my mind and I need or the desires of my heart. But it says mm-hmm. he'll give you the desires of your heart if you Pretty delight cool. yourself in him. Mm. Like you know what I'm saying? So he's gonna give you more God if you want God. He doesn't say he give you more money if you hang out with me for a few minutes. I wish somebody right, would do right. that. Like, you know, just come on my house. I'm gonna hang out with you. I read the Bible with you and play video games with you and stuff. Also I can borrow your car. Right. <laughs> and after I borrow your car, our transaction is complete. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I, I think right here at verse six and verse seven, um, real quick, I think it's dope. Like, 
how can you ransom your life? Not pay for your life, but the use mm. the word ransom. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because that means somebody's holding something, you know what I'm saying, against your will, like taking or something. They're taking your kids. He didn't pay for his kids. Somebody took them. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, death is going to take your life. Yes, and there's no one you can pay for it. Can't. You know what I'm saying? Because um, you remember how, like, uh, on uh, The Dark Knight, how he said, like, there's no reason in Whitney Joker. Because some people just want to see the world burn. Burn, like, yeah. Yeah, and so you try to reason with them. Like, money would make sense to somebody. Like, how Ted DiBiase used to do back in the day. Right, right. But what can you really do to, if death comes? Like, what could you do to pay for that? Can't. You Can't. Man. And you instantly back on, you back on level playing field. Yeah. And then we all re- realize that we're... Still, uh, uh, underneath God's grace and mercy, all of us. Yep. Even those yep. that don't even believe in. Mm. Shoot, man, Rick. I know you got uh, about to get back into uh, working like in a couple minutes. Shoot, man, you want to hear with some? We're gonna uh, we're gonna probably end it in a couple minutes, but and then uh, we'll finish another part another day. But like, man, what what, what uh? This is our Empire Strikes Back right here. Like, what do you want to leave us with? Like, before we stop, <laughs> Luke up and, and and Darth Vader run off winning this time. What you what you want to leave us with? <laughs> Man, pretty much. You know, we we both said it. Like, it's not it's not money in and of itself that's wrong. Nor is it wrong to have money. It's not wrong to be rich. You know, you can't hate on somebody just because you know they've just gotten to that point in life, whether, you know, through hard work or whether their daddy was rich and they handed them some money. It's like, it's, it's nothing wrong with that. Mm. The problem is, is when the, the, your identity is found so much in your money that it changes who you are. You start to look down upon everybody. And now you, your nose is so far up in the clouds that, you know, you think you're invincible, invincible. But, you know, God is still higher. No matter how high you can get, he's still that much higher. And everybody has a final destination. And it'll suck if you, you know, get to that grave and you're right next to the person who was poor. And, you know, God looks at that person and sees so much more of a love and joy and righteousness that they had in their heart for him and towards other people. As opposed to you when you just spent your whole time you know, stiff arming people and enjoying your money and swimming in money <laughs> like screws with duck, you know, and, and hoarding everything to yourself, thinking that that's your savior. And, you know, at the end of the day, that'll, that'll be real horrible if he looks at you and says, nah. And that's the last thing you see, man. That, uh. That's real, though. Shoot, man. We're going to pause this, this conversation. Uh, next time we get on, we're going to start at verse eight. You know what I'm saying? But I we, we appreciate y'all listening, man. Hey, uh, you know what I'm saying? Rick, man, it's always been a pleasure, man. We got to do this here. Go ahead finish this yes, Shoot, man. This has been the Brothers of Thunder podcast. Pray all of y'all are blessed. And y'all seek God first. And thank you, Rick. Yes, sir. All right, man. We'll holler at y'all next time. Peace. <laughs>